Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the 3 of 7 podcast. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. Life is hard. You know, you and me, we don't always agree on everything. And that's awesome. But I think that we can both agree on this point, that life is hard. And here's the thing. Let's break that down just a little bit. This life that we are living is going to be difficult and you're going to have to endure hardship and suffering whether you choose to live this life to the fullest and grow to your absolute maximum potential or you choose to quit and become complacent and accept a reality and a lifestyle where your future is simply a mirror image of your present because nothing is ever going to change because you decided to quit wanting to grow. You decided to quit wanting to learn. You decided to quit wanting to ask and seek. You decided to quit holding yourself to a higher standard. You decided to quit training, to quit be trying, just trying to become something better than what you currently are. If you decide that course in your life, if you decide to quit and think that think that if you choose to not push, to not go hard, to not grow, to not do all of those things, to not seek, to not think, if you choose that route because you think it's going to make your life easier, you are dead wrong. Life is going to be hard and you are going to suffer whether you continue to grow, choose to continue to grow, or you choose to quit. Now, here's the difference here. If you are experiencing difficulty, hardship, suffering, pain, because you have chosen to grow and maximize your potential in this life and you are pushing forward, you're experiencing the pains of growing. That is suffering for the right reasons. You're going to suffer in this life. The growth process, the getting better, the training, the failing, the pushing, the learning new things about yourself. That process involves suffering. But that suffering has a means to an end. That is the right kind of suffering that we should seek in life. And when we're moving through that growth and we're suffering, Through that process, 
It feels freaking good, man. Because that's the way we were created to live. But when you decide, if you're one of those people on the other side who's decided to quit, you're suffering for the wrong reasons. Your suffering has no means to an end. Your suffering has no fruits. It will produce nothing. Your suffering, as a result of your decision to quit, maybe you've decided to quit on your physical fitness, your health, and now you're suffering. You're in and out of the doctors every other week. You have all these aches and pains and health conditions and you're on all this medication and you feel like freaking crap all the time. Well, on the opposite spectrum, if you choose to hold yourself to a high standard of physical fitness and try to make improvements every day, you're going to suffer there too, right? But that suffering is going to produce fruit in your life. It's going to make you better. But if you've chosen to quit, you're going to suffer. But it's going to be way, way worse. Because that stuff, there's no end to that. And eventually it snowballs and becomes a situation that's completely out of your control. And it becomes something that you have to, if you ever change your mind and try to, and decide you want to reset, it's going to take you sometimes decades to dig yourself out of that. And you may not have decades left. Life is going to be hard one way or the other. If you choose the route that I've chosen in life to continue to push yourself and grow in all aspects of your body, soul, and spirit, it's never going to get easier. You know why? Because every time you get a little better, you're seeking the next thing to challenge you. You're seeking the next level. As an ultra runner, as I get better at running in a training block, the training runs never get easier because as I get better, as I get fitter, I simply run faster. And it's just as hard the whole way through. It should be the same in your business. It should be the same in your marriage. As your capacity to handle the load increases, you should simply increase your output. And it's never, it should never get easier. You shouldn't want it to get easier. This is the key to life. Life is freaking hard, man. One way or the other. Do you want to live the life that is hard, that produces good fruit? Do you want to go out of this world knowing that you have, have just laid it all on the table, that you have nothing left? 
Or do you want to choose the path in life where you're going to suffer just as much, if not worse, for no freaking reason? And when you finally do die, which you will, do you want to look back on your life and say, wow, my entire life has just been a, on repeat. Let me tell you why most people choose that route, the bad route, the suffering that produces no fruit in their life. All of us as human beings, there's a time in our lives. For some of you, it was when you were young, maybe a young adult or a teenager. There's a time in all of our lives where we want to maximize what we're going to get out of this life. We, we dream. We want to do better. We want to soak in knowledge. We think deeply about things. We want to learn. We're hungry. All of us can look back at a time in our lives, even those of you who have chosen to quit, and you could say, I remember that time when I was hungry, when I dreamed, when I had vision, when I wasn't afraid to push, when I wasn't afraid to commit, when I wasn't afraid to make investments to get me to where I wanted to go. But for all the people that have quit, who are suffering because of a result of that, all those people, there was also a time when they came to the realization that they couldn't get everything they wanted out of this life all at once. There was a moment that they came to the realization that it was going to take a lot of work. As a matter of fact, a lifetime of work to continue to dream, to continue to have vision, to continue to grow. And they said, I want it all now. But then they realized, I, I can't get it all now. This is going to take my entire life. This is never going to be finished. And that is the moment that they decided to quit. They were impatient. They weren't willing. And they thought if they quit, that they could just live a life of complacency and comfortability. And in reality, they are suffering worse than those of us who have decided to continue pushing. I want to talk to you today about something that is very important to me. Something that I think is lacking in our current society, in our current culture, an opportunity that is lacking, that almost cannot be had. But these things have been so important to me in my life. And I want to talk to you about some of them. 
And this thing that I want to talk to you about, it's called a rite of passage. A rite of passage. Now, some of you guys may be able to look back on your life and remember the rites of passage that you went through in order to progress to the next level of who you wanted to become. Some of you have those. I have those. I have many of them that I can look back on in my life, and they're so valuable. But it's hard now, especially if you're at a point in your life where maybe you're like me, you're halfway done. And maybe you've been caught up in the rat race. Maybe the whole first part of your life, maybe you were living in that place of complacency, apathy. Maybe that whole first part of your life you had chosen to quit and accept the fact that your future was going to be an extension and mirror image of your present circumstance. But maybe you've chosen right now, even at your halfway mark, maybe you've chosen to reset, to refocus. Maybe you've chosen the right path, the better path. And if you have, good on you. Because it's never too late. Never too late to make that choice. And so maybe now you're seeking something. Some rite of passage. Some evaluation something to measure yourself, to reflect upon years down the road, to build your confidence, your courage in your own abilities. It's hard to find that thing, especially when you're first starting out on this journey. What is a rite of passage? What is it? What am I talking about here? A rite of passage is an event or a challenge that marks an important progression in your life or your skill set. I've passed through many of these in the path that I've chosen to walk. An event or a challenge marking an important progression the next step in my life, my chosen skill set. A rite of passage isn't something that you can come up with for yourself. It don't work that way. A rite of passage is a gateway that is kept by gatekeepers. A rite of passage is an event or a challenge that has been deliberately and intentionally designed, conducted, and overseen by one who has, one who has achieved for one 
who desires to achieve. This ain't something that you can just come up with on your own. That is not a rite of passage. A rite of passage is a challenge where the person who desires to achieve can earn the requisite amount of trust and respect from the gatekeeper, from the one who has already achieved. It is the event, it is the cornerstone, it is the gateway where the student earns the requisite amount of trust and respect from the instructor, where the mentoree earns the respect of his or her mentor. That respect is important. And it's absolutely necessary to earn that. In order to proceed in a, into a more complex and difficult phase of your life's training, the more respect that you earn from the gatekeeper, from your mentor, from your instructor, the further they will take you. It's absolutely necessary. A rite of passage must test all aspects of a student's skills. But most importantly, this is why my rite of passages that I have went through in my life have been so important. That challenge or that event, when you come through that rite of passage, when the gate is opened for you, That challenge or that event becomes a beacon of strength. It becomes an achievement. It becomes an accomplishment that you will be able to reflect upon and you will be able, able to leverage the lessons that you learned, the confidence that you built, the courage that you attained Within that rite of passage, you will be able to leverage that experience at any point throughout the rest of your life when things get hard. That is why it is so important to go through these types of experiences. I've had many in my life. I'll tell you about a few that hit all these guidelines. I'll first of all tell you what keeps you from going through a rite of passage, from ever getting the opportunity to even try. What keeps you from that? I'll tell you right now, in my experience, in my life, what would have kept me from that? It is the willingness to make a commitment and an investment. In that rite of passage. It's the unwillingness to commit to anything. It's the unwillingness to invest. It's the fear of the unknown. 
It's laziness. It's the unwillingness to sign up, show up, put your name on the dotted line, put your money where your freaking mouth is. It's what stops 98% of you guys listening to this. It's why you'll never be able to go through a rite of passage. That's why you'll never be able to be trained. That's why you'll never be able to grow to your maximum potential because you think you could just do it all yourself. If you are the only one that is in charge of your growth and you don't subject yourself to the instruction and the training of true professionals who actually care, you're not going to get very far. Our human nature is geared to self-preservation. You will always err on the side of your strengths. And you will always cut yourself more slack than you deserve. So the first step for me was having the courage to make a commitment. Signing my name on the dotted line. For me, that was joining the U.S. Navy. I actually sacrificed everything to sign my name on the dotted line. You got to do it. It's the first step. It's the hardest step, as a matter of fact. And I'm thankful every day that I had the courage as a young man to make a commitment, to sign my name, to move forward into the unknown. I didn't even know at the time how much of an investment that I was making. I could feel the weight of the sacrifice, but I had no clue how much of an investment, a return on that investment that I was going to get. You're not going to know until you go and do it. I'm not trying to convince you to join the military, by the way. So my first rite of passage after I mustered up the courage to sign up, I've told you guys this story before, a big rite of passage at the end of Navy boot camp was called Battle Stations. This rite of passage was a 24-hour-long training evolution. Now, what was interesting about this is this would be the first time that I had personally ever been awake for 24 hours straight. But not just awake, okay? For me, it was the first time I'd been awake for that long, but that wasn't what scared me. Any old freaking cat could sit and play video games for 24 hours and force himself or herself to stay awake. What scared me is I was going to have to stay awake for 24 hours straight, but during this battle stations, this rite of passage, I was going to have to be on my feet. I was going to have to think. I was going to have to apply logic. I was going to have to face challenges. 
I was going to have to overcome those challenges. I was going to have to work as a team. I was going to have to communicate. I was going to have to do all this stuff on top of having to be awake for 24 straight hours. And it was nerve-wracking, man. But it was a huge rite of passage. That's huge. It was a gateway. When I finished Battle Stations, you guys have you've heard my story. That's where we got to exchange our hats that said recruit to, our, to a hat that said Navy. When we finished Battle Stations, we were officially sailors in the U.S. Navy. It was crazy, man. Looking back on it, I wish I could remember more about it. I just remember how nervous I was about having to stay up for 24 hours straight, think, move, communicate, face challenges, solve problems, do all that stuff. But I made it through. And I became officially a part of the U.S. Navy. Now, you guys that know my story, I had to get out of the Navy for a while and have a heart surgery. But I came back in, and I went to SEAL training. He talked to you about a big rite of passage, probably the most important one in my entire life. In SEAL training, there's a week called Hell Week. It is a rite of passage. It hits all the things that we talked about earlier, about what is a rite of passage. Hell Week was unbelievably difficult. You've all heard stories of Hell Week. You can't comprehend it. You cannot comprehend the difficulty. Heck, I've been through it, and I look back on it quite often. And I think, how on earth did I make it through that? But I made it through Hell Week. And I told you guys earlier, a rite of passage becomes a beacon of strength and an accomplishment that you can reflect upon and leverage during difficult times in your life. And that is what Hell Week did for me. It has given me a memory. It has given me an experience. It has given me boldness and strength and it has given me something that no matter how hard it gets, no matter how hard the, the ultra marathon is, no matter how hard the, the, uh, the, the problem I'm facing in my marriage is, no matter how hard the problem we're facing in business is, I have been through a rite of passage that I can reflect back on and I can say, holy smokes, I made it through that? Oh, I can get through this. It's been a key going through that rite of passage that has served me and will serve me for the rest of my life. They just keep coming though. The next rite of passage I went through was called pool comp and second phase of SEAL training. Pool competency. You crawl across the bottom of a swimming pool with open circuit dive gear, twin 80s and a regulator 
An instructor, a SEAL instructor descends upon you, rips your regulator out of your mouth, ties knots in your air hoses, screws your tanks up, shakes you around, punches you in the stomach, completely disorients you, rips your mask off, and you got to fix yourself. Eventually, they screw your mess up so bad that you can't fix it. And when you make the determination that you can't fix it, you kiss the bottom of the pool and you do an FSA, a free swimmer's ascent to the surface. Why do they do that rite of passage? It's so that when we are out in a real world environment and we're diving, that no matter what happens underwater, we have the confidence that we need to save our lives and to save the lives of our team members. Once you go through pool comp, it doesn't matter what dive mission gets thrown at you. It doesn't matter how bad the surf zone is. It doesn't matter how bad the current is. It doesn't matter how dark it is, how scary it is. You know it's not going to be as bad as pool comp was below the surface of the water. Running my first 100-mile race was a rite of passage for me. It was hard. It gave me confidence. It gave me new courage. I didn't know if I could cover that amount of ground without stopping. I didn't know if it was possible. It was a rite of passage for me. These things that I have been through, these gateways that I have been through are the things that keep me propped up in my day-to-day -day life. But I had to walk into them willingly. I had to subject myself to them. I had to commit to them. I had to show up and I had to work hard. And the value that I have gotten from those rites of passages, the things that I have learned about myself are invaluable. They can never be taken from me. They're not affected by the economy. They're not affected by politics. They can't be stolen. They don't rust and fade away. I possess them. I possess the memories. I possess the knowledge. I possess the skills. I possess the endurance. I possess the courage. I possess the boldness. I possess the confidence that were born from these rites of passages. For the rest of my life. Talk about a return on investment. All that being said, a lot of you guys are confused about what we do here at 307 Project. The foundation of what we do 
is train people. My mission in life is to look around me at my countrymen, my brothers and sisters. Look at the problems that I'm facing, the problems that you guys are facing, the things that I see. My goal in life is to look around me and take those things in, the challenges that we're facing, and come up with specific training that is going to help you get through and move through and grow through those challenges and the environment in which we all live in. That is my passion in life. My passion in life is to serve my brothers and sisters with creating missions that will help you proceed better, be more effective, be more efficient in your life, in the things that matter. That is what I've been called to do. That is the gift that I have been given. It is a unique ability that I have. And this is something that I saw a need for. a rite of passage for my brothers and sisters who need a new memory, who need a new challenge, who need something that they can go through to instill confidence in them as they move forward in life. And so I did that. I came up and have built out a brand new training mission that is called Rite of Passage, ROP, ROP, the ROP course. I'm only doing this three times this year. Here's the dates. May 19 through 21. August 4 through 6. September 29 through October 1. All of those dates are Friday to Sunday. This rite of passage will be conducted here in Rome, Georgia, in the mountains surrounding this area. This rite of passage will be designed similarly to my first rite of passage that I talked about on this podcast. You will be expected to move, communicate, solve problems for 24 hours straight. You will be on your feet moving through the mountains of Northwest Georgia for 24 hours straight. And you're going to have to think and you're going to have to apply logic and I'm going to be with you the whole time. And you're going to be mentored. You're going to be coached. And you're going to be evaluated by me and my team. Each team will be limited to 15 team members. Only 15. If you want to apply, 
and be considered for selection, you can send in an application to 3of7rop at gmail.com. I will review personally every single application, and I will make selections based off of your application. I'm putting this out here on the 3F7 podcast first because you guys are the people that matter most to me. You guys that listen to and support this podcast. If you choose to apply at 3F7ROP at Gmail, I want you to tell me who you are, when you want to go through this rite of passage, which dates you want. I want you to tell me a little bit about yourself, what you do for a living, what is your circumstance in life. And I want you to tell me why you want to do this. Because it matters to me. I'm not interested in building a fan club. I'm interested in working with and training with the right people. If you get selected, you'll get a trip package that will have a very small list of mandatory gear that any one of you guys could come up with. Nothing special. You'll show up to the site on Friday evening. I have a really awesome place booked out for you guys to camp and stay Friday night. We're going to eat some food together. You're going to get the evolution brief. You're going to get the equipment that you need as a team. Saturday morning, we're going to rock and roll. For 24 hours straight. If you've never done something like this before and it scares you, if you've never been on your feet moving for 24 hours in an environment that is challenging and it scares you, you are the perfect candidate for this. This is not for ultra running. Uh, this is not ultra running. We're not running. We're not going to run. We're going to move. As a team, it's going to give you something to look back on for years to come. And you're going to look back on this when crap gets hard. And you're going to say, man, I got through that. Let me think about the things I learned when I went through that. Heck yeah, I can get through the challenge that I'm facing right now. That's what this is all about. So I'm putting it out here. You guys have the first opportunity. I'll let this sit for about a week. If it's not sold out off just the podcast, I'll put it out on other social media. So again, May 19 through 21, August 4 through 6, September 29 through October 1st. This is all inclusive if you are selected. Hosted here in Rome, Georgia by me and the team at 307 Project. If you want to apply, send in your application to the number three of the number seven, R-O-P, 
at gmail.com. Enough said.